bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 101.7 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212. Does this even move down? It don't even move down. See? No love. No love. I'm trying to move a screen so I can see. 833-212-1017 is the number. Is this, is this Southside Frank? Hey, let's keep it Frank. <laughs> and to the point. Oh, wait, It is, but you don't want to, you don't, by, by the way, you're on the air. You, you don't want to be Southside Frank anymore. Oh, I can be Southside Frank all day. It don't matter where I linger. I'll, I'll just but you frank. don't live on but, the hey, South let's side. Keep, let's keep it. Uh, I'm on the South side of, I guess. No, where you live? No, I'm not. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I'm on the North. Side. Uh, hey, I'm on the, I'm on the North side of Racine. I was formerly Southside Frank. Okay. I, I got out of Milwaukee. So but you're F S S F. You're S. You're F S S F. Got it. Go on with your convoluting things. I have a statement <laughs> and I have a question. Yes, sir. Doctor Ken, thank you very much. Um, I think Vince Lombardi would be rolling over in his grave. You know that man said when you when you catch a touchdown pass or you're the running back and, and you you break that line and you're in the end zone act like you've been there before have some class. I can't even get my head around this stuff. Um, I couldn't envision hitting hitting a guy in the head with a helmet. Um, uh, your sister station, TMJ. They were I heard, I recently heard a conversation and they were talking about how with the, this newer generation how they can they're anticipating football. Uh, as a sport, kind of losing interest because it's so uh, brutal and you know, kind of warrioristic, and people, you know, people aren't really into that thing anymore. And, and parents aren't—they're not pushing their kids in that direction anymore because it's just so violent and dangerous. And this, this is just one more, one more example of why not—you know—push your kids into that direction. Well, so that's my statement. 
when did football become more violent? Like, it's always been a violent sport. You know, in the past, it was way more violent. You're talking about leather helmets and no pads right. and, and guys, right. you know, cleaning, cleaning each other and being right. all kinds of dirty. Stepping and on refs, arms refs and all that. Off. Right. Yep. I think you I just mean, have it's soft. It's cleaner now than it's ever been. Well, I think you just have soft football players is what it is. It's it, it's society's view on it, you know. The, the, no, the game it's has not society's view. It's the players. They're soft. I, I think I, I think they're hamstrung. You know, I think like what what happened hamstrung is outburst. I mean, it's ham, hamstrung by what? By what? By the rules and regs. By the rules and regs. Back in the day, you you could play. I mean, I remember Chuck Cecil. He was a safety for the Packers, and I remember that guy. He had a bloody nose. And he he would he would be dirty. I mean, he would hurt people out there. I, that's the only reason I remember the guy. I don't know who Chuck Cecil is, but I remember as as a younger man, the Chuck Cecil. He he was a vicious guy. Right. Guys didn't want to catch passes. They didn't right. want to catch passes when that dude was on the field. But that's intimidation, right? That's exactly. But you, in, but, but intimidation. You signed, eh, but you signed up for it, Frank. Exactly. But I want to ask you a question. May yes. I? Absolutely. I heard. I heard Carrie at the break. She mentioned that uh, the service weapons for the police force are going to be uh, potentially replaced by forty-five caliber weapons. Okay. As a former police officer, what do you feel about that? Because didn't didn't you guys use a roll of nine mil? No. 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 Like what? What part of that? No. We didn't. But okay, so you guys. What did you carry? Because I heard I heard her say that the new the new uh, service revolvers would be replaced by forty five calibers, and that just right. got me thinking. Man, that's a big gun, man. Well, it depends, right? I don't know what they carry now, but when I was on the on the job, we carried a forty caliber Smith and Wesson round. Okay, okay, well, that's educational. Well, it's, right. you did. I mean, you hear we don't know. And, we don't I, know I'm what they're gun. gonna. We don't know what they're gonna carry because nobody's made the decision yet. Nobody has made the choice. Right, the right. range master, the city, the chief, they'll all get together and decide. Right. A forty-five might be too big. It depends on whether or not you use hollow points to make sure that the bullet doesn't go through and end up six six blocks away. So you want to have something that has stopping power, but you also want to have something that's safe. So if you shoot somebody who's shooting at you, you don't end up hitting innocent bystanders. So they'll figure God, that out. Hey. But just because they God said a forty-five they. caliber, it doesn't mean it's going to be a forty-five caliber. Could you imagine the outcome if, if they had similar problems with um, inherent discharges with a forty-five? I mean, you'd have cops walking around with one foot. All right, that's too much fun. Ken, I'll, I'll let you go, man. All right. Later. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. It's like we've never done this before. Oh, we've never. Oh, we got to choose a gun. We we got to make a choice about a uniform. Yeah, it, it done it. Like they they've switched before I got there. They switched while I was there, and they switched after I was gone. And they're switching again. It's called life. My question is, who's gonna come up with the four hundred thousand dollars to come up with new guns? I think somebody will come through and drop some money and discount and all that fun stuff. So I mean, that's what I would do. Wouldn't you? Are you typing something? Oh, okay. Because I, I was like, I don't see anything. I'm like, mm. salmon. 
<laughs> that is not orange. Salmon. <sighs> I know I'm blind. I know it. I'm well aware. I say it. My colors, when they get into the pink, salmon, carnation pink, that kind of thing, I, I'm, I am not the guy to be able to tell you what it is. I have no idea exactly what the color is. It looks pink, but he said it was orange, and it looks salmon to me. Is salmon even in the orange fan? Okay. I need to get somebody in here that can show me how to uh, – <laughs> How to choose, um, yeah. It's pretty bad. Ah. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you're on the new 1017, The Truth. Hi, Dr. Ken, it's me again. Hello, how are you? How are you today? I'm good. I am fine. How about yourself? I already said I was good. Why you always ask me twice every oh, time? Okay, you call? I didn't hear. That's right. I'm down by the door. You, you know, I got to tease you every time I do that. Sound worries the fire out of me. But anyhow, <laughs> All right. I called to tell you they just announced that uh, the type of gun the police were going to get on the news just a few minutes ago, and so uh, that's what I called to tell you. And uh, I heard you talking about that fight or something at the ball, uh-huh. the ball field uh, at the college. Yes. Because I kind of read it a little briefly. I didn't read too much about it. I saw it or something. But uh, I guess, uh, hey, look, I- I'm going to tell you, my brother-in-law told me about some attitudinal healing. So maybe they need to go somewhere <laughs> where they can get de-stressed. No, they need to go somewhere and be accountable for what they did. Yeah, true. Because right. everybody else, do, especially when you get in trouble with the, uh, you know, doing things you didn't have no business doing. But uh, oh, uh, these are like the college kids, right? They're not kids. They're grown men. I mean, grown men. Yeah. Okay. Okay. College. Okay. Well, you know, we just still call our kids kids, even though my son is in his fifties. I still say kids. Okay. And uh, that's not the right thing to say for that. I give you that. But what yeah, I don't want to um, do is is mitigate. And use their age mm-hmm. for something that we know that they did of a conscious mind. Like they weren't like they weren't lost. They weren't stressed. They were upset that they lost a football game. My that's my assumption. I don't know why they did it. The Michigan player might have said something to them. We don't know. Uh huh. But with okay, all that, I'm gonna dig some deeper. Yeah, to see what happened, and then I still didn't get my uh, answer from yesterday. Which so was I gotta what? Dig on that too. What's your answer? What, what were you uh, asking about? Who fires the sheriff? Oh, I know. I know well, you know. I, I, I didn't say fire out. the sheriff. I didn't say fire the sheriff. I said who can arrest the sheriff? Who can fire? Who can arrest? Who can what? Say arrest. <clears throat> who can arrest the sheriff arrest if they the do sheriff? something? Yeah. I thought it was fire the sheriff. Nope. It was arrest. Oh, okay. <sighs> Kyle. Okay, then look that up. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. All Bye-bye. right then. Bye bye. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Hi, 
listening to uh, the fake I Shot the Sheriff, and it's not. You know who made the original? Do you even know who made the original? Eric Clapton. Why ain't we listening to Eric Clapton? See, I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. I, I thought this, this millennial garbage music instead of going back to the original. Wait a minute. How you going to call Bob Marley garbage? garbage this ain't music. first and foremost. Bob Marley is probably your age, buddy. He's not my mine. Age, but you play Not mine. Millennial garbage. I didn't. So Eric Clapton made this before <laughs> Bob Marley? I thought he stole it from Bob Marley. I thought he did. I don't care. I like Eric Clapton better. Eric Clapton's version is good, too. He's Oh, now you're going to try to sing it. 833-212-1017 is the number. See, that's what we get when we get when we get Kyle. Um, Dr. Ken, Frank here. Thank you for taking my call. It's a shame, in my opinion, that deadly force weapons are standard issue by law enforcement. The badge uniform should command sufficient attention. Man, what world do you live in? Like, wh- what? Frank. We got to talk, Frank. That don't make no sense, Frank. Do you realize how many dead people we'd have in America if you weren't able to defend yourself? The fact that police have weapons is because we have a constitution that gives you Second Amendment rights. If you take away the Second Amendment right then the only people that'll have weapons are the people who aren't supposed to and they'll use them. And we don't have laws that are sufficient enough to make gun laws mandatory. So if you're going to do like Europe does, you use a gun in England, you get 10 years. Like there, there's not even a, like we don't, we don't even talk about it. We don't, we don't have a conversation about it. We don't discuss whether or not, there's a mitigating circumstance. The fact that you have a firearm in your house, if it's not registered, and if you use it incorrectly, 10 years. That's why they send you to HMP, Her Majesty's Prison, for 10 years. So I'm just saying, we could talk about it, but when are we going to hold people accountable for it? When will we hold people accountable? 83321. Uh-oh. 8332121. You know, the weird thing about it is I can hear you just ever so slightly. So because of the and and it's like it's weird. Well, no, they keep resetting. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm not gonna bring you to smoke today, so I'm gonna let you bring I'm gonna let you breathe bring today. It. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you bring breathe. Cause I was gonna I was gonna get on you because you said that these players would never, ever have a career. And let me tell you something about the National Football League. But here's no the kicker. Fun they haven't made it to the league yet. But if That's they, the problem. If one of them is talented enough, they're going to get a second chance. They're going to get a second chance. Look at the, the coach from the Boston Celtics, right? M.A. Udoka, the one who sexually assaulted or accused of sexually doing something egregious towards an employee for the Celtics. But they were having a consensual relationship. I'm just saying he got fired from one place and another place the next may even hire. I'm just saying in sports if but you it, are talented enough. it was enough, a consensual relationship. It's if, not like it was. If you are talented enough they will look past that and say you are a young man you made a bad decision but you know what you can do? You can either score touchdowns you can either tackle somebody you can either get interceptions you can either block somebody and if you're that good at it they're gonna their career's not over yet. This is just gonna be a blimp 
for some of these kids. And the ones that aren't good, they may get kicked off. I'm sorry I had to bring it to you, Ken. You, you didn't bring anything. You could have grabbed. You could have grabbed Ben, but you grabbed me because you used to play football. So because you used to play football, you always kiss up to football players. I'm not you always think up. football players and sports players should get away with everything. I didn't that's say that. That's just the thing. That's what you just said. You said that's what's going to happen. No, I'm saying So talent. why are you always kissing up for, for, for players no, and stuff? I'm you sa- always accuse me of kissing up for cops. Okay. All right. Well, first and foremost, <laughs> when you, I, I guess I am the voice of the people for the truth. So I guess when you say that I, you can put me in with them. You're the voice of the sports people for so, the truth. No, peep this though, Ken. No, like yes, really, when you are talented enough in almost anything at life, second chances come easier to you. They do, and and when you're older, because you've proven yourself. I don't know the old part. I'm still young. Wow! Did yeah. you just throw me under the no, bus? No, I just you know the fact I, that I'm older than you. Well, you you have it. You the speaking fact that of, I, mm-hmm. you're speaking from experience, so you're the more seasoned veteran watch in this, this, this scenario. This. But you hired me. Because I needed a seasoned veteran around here, we oh, didn't have any. We didn't have any baby boomers on this team, and I said, "Yeah, we let's bring in Doctor Ken as a baby boomer." That's what we're going with. That's what we're going with. Okay, that's what we're going. We had to bring a baby boomer. <laughs> you don't even know what that commercial's from, do you? Was it pre nineteen ninety? Were the TVs black and white? Everything. No, the TVs weren't black and white, but everything in my life was pre nineteen ninety. Thank goodness. That means it has quality. Wait, you're t- wait a minute. That means wait, it has Wait a minute, quality. Ken. Your children are post-1990, aren't they? Yes, they are. And so what you're saying is everything pre-1990 has quality, and you're saying yes. your children don't have quality? All right. I'll, They're millennial. They, I'll They're, make sure. I'll make sure I'll email this to them. Are you going to let me finish saying oh, yeah. what I'm saying so I can put it in context? No, yo, yo. With your, with your salmon, with your salmon no, show No, you want to put it in context. I, I tried to put it in context, but you kept interrupting me. Uh-huh, no, because no. Because you, you keep said, treating me like I'm old and talking over me. You said. Because you, you don't think I know what I'm talking about. No, I'm treating you like you're young and I'm talking over you because that's what old people do is talk over young people. Yeah, but old people know more, so they should talk more. Let me see how you talk your way out of this. <laughs> Nothing good after 1990. Come on. I would love your daughters to hear this. It isn't. I'm a market. Technology, education. I never said people. I never said children. See, put it in kind. Really? That's what I get? You, I get this? Really? <laughs> Can you believe that? A teammate just did this. Like, Really? <laughs> So it's it's just it's just interesting to me that um pre nineteen ninety we had a lot going on. I'm telling you, it's when we got this this technology that came in and people act like they knew everything and they could do everything and say everything. It's unfortunate. We'll eventually get to the top five at five around Five something. I don't know. Hey, want to remind you the greater Milwaukee Urban League's 37th annual black and white ball is this Saturday. And we want you to join us in the celebration. Tune in to 1017 The Truth's black and white ball after party hosted by me, Dr. Ken Harris, and the Tory Lowe from the Tory Lowe Show this Saturday from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. We're going to be joined by everybody that's anybody right here in Milwaukee. And we might even have some surprise famous people. So make sure you get in on the fun right here. Tune in. If you're not there, tune in to the Black and White Ball After Party show this Saturday, 
10 to 11 p.m. If you see me, if you see Tori at the Black and White Ball, come holler at us. Tell us you listen. Yeah, make sure you're there. 10 to 11 p.m. right here on the new 1017 The Truth. So there. You're going to be looking clean. I'm going to have a tuxedo on. People talk about they're not going to wear a tuxedo. Listen, I had to, yeah, I had to tell them. Like, it was like, what are you wearing? I said, come on now. I'm Alpha Fly. So you know I'm going to be looking good. Come on. I t- I'm trying to. I'm black trying to... and gold suspenders, black and gold bow tie. What are oh, we talking I should, about? I should get something like that. I, I'm be looking about? good, Ken. I'm getting. I'm, they don't even know. I was talking Ridiculous. to Tori. I was talking to uh, DZ, and I was saying, "Listen, y'all gonna have to get suited and booty. Y'all can't be coming here representing the troop yep. just looking yep. regular, degular. Y'all gonna have to make sure the tux is. If it ain't, if it ain't fitted, you got to make sure at least you get it hemmed up or something like that. Yep. So it's it look good. It's not too big or hanging off you. Make sure your shoes look good. We got to represent. We're black excellence around here. For sure. And that's the boss. So if he said you got to wear it, you got to wear it. That's right. Hey, but tomorrow, here's what I'm going to be doing. I'm tuning in to the truth with Sherwin Hughes tomorrow. He's going to be joined by two political heavy hitters. Now, I don't, I don't know whether you're Democrat or Republican, conservative or liberal or whatever you are in between and libertarian and whatever. But you have to admit, at 10 o'clock, he'll be joined by U.S. Attorney, former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder. And at 11 o'clock, he'll be joined by Vice President Kamala Harris to discuss the upcoming election and the impact national politics have on our lives. So whether you like it or not, she is still the Vice President of the United States. Show her the dignity and respect by listening to the Sherwin Who Show tomorrow. Start at 10 o'clock. Former U.S. Attorney General. Eric Holder, he's at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock is Vice President Kamala Harris. So make sure you check it out tomorrow right here on the new 1017 of Truth. I think that's going to be pretty cold. That's just me. But, you know, as I'm always reminded, nobody asked me. Hey, we'll be right back. We've got uh, traffic with Debbie Lazaga along with traffic. Did I say traffic already? Did I say traffic? Maybe I should say that again. We'll be right back. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know it's college month, and on the new 1017 The Truth, you want to help our young scholars get free scholarship dollars. All month long, we'll be highlighting local universities who offer full tuition scholarships and local organizations who help students find thousands of dollars in scholarships each year. So be sure to tune in to 1017 The Truth all month long so you don't miss this important information on how your student Your college-bound student can go to college and be debt-free. College Month on the new 1017 The Truth is sponsored by UW-Milwaukee Educators Credit Union and M-A-T-C. And if you really want to figure out how, (laughs) if you really want to figure out how you can just do it yourself and start your own business, well, we all know about Black Friday, but the truth and Associated Bank wants to encourage you to support Black-owned businesses for Small Business Saturday. Now, that's coming 
November 26th. Together, we're committed to uplifting local organizations and supporting Black-owned businesses, and that is why we want you to celebrate Small Business Saturday with the Truth and Associated Bank. So what we're going to do is highlight five locally owned black businesses from November 17th to the 23rd on social media and on the air. And then that way you can go to those businesses on Saturday, November 26th. So whatever your financial needs are, remember Associated Bank can help member FDIC. 833-212-1017 is my personal number. Number five. Derek Mosley appointed director of Milwaukee University's Law School's Lubar Center. I wanted that job. I'm sorry, Mark. Well, who I say? UW? I can't hear you. I said Milwaukee. My bad. Ooh. Anyway, because I tie it to. Anyway, down the hole. Anyway, <laughs> Judge Derek Mosley, who served on Milwaukee's municipal court for more than 20 years, is appointed director of Milwaukee. Why do I keep saying Milwaukee when it's Marquette? Marquette University's law schools. Age. La- age? Did you just say age? No, I said A. You said age. I said A. I'll remember that. Hey, Kyle, can you? I don't remember. I forgot. Can you do such and such for me? I forgot. Anyway, Judge Mosley is now beginning in January of 2023, the Marquette University Law School's Lubar Center for Public Policy Research and Civic Education. So I think that's a pretty, they'll either have an election or an appointment. Somebody will have to appoint them. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm too old to remember. Number four. Milwaukee Common Council President Jose Perez confirmed to WISN.com news reporter Kent Wayne Scott that older woman Nakia Dodd told him she intended to step down by the end of November. Dodd, Milwaukee's 5th District Alderwoman, was elected in November 2018 in a special election and re-elected April of 2020. City clerks said they have not received notice from Dodd. Wayne Scott tried to reach Dodd today but has not been able to reach her with a resignation that would mean five open seats so between now and the time the people are sworn in are they sworn in immediately to the common council or do they wait to i think they wait till january uh, you would think in a, but these are special elections all these are special elections you so you would think because none of them i, I believe uh-huh. all these are special elections so you would think all they would all be um, special sworn in immediately yeah because they're filling this vacancy well it's only right two away. though there's two now, and then there's going to be three later now? Two later. There have to be three, three later. Three later. Because right, now it's five. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a minimum of 10 positive votes in order to vote in the budget, from what I understand. And they only got 10 people on the Common Council today. So at the end of the month, right, there'll be two additional people. You'll lose one. That makes it 11. So what will we... Uh-oh. What are we doing? So we'll pick up two, and then we'll lose one. So we only have 11. And you got to get 10 votes. So all you need is two people to say, I don't like the budget. Those two people are going to get whatever they want from the city. Called Joe Manson and Christina Cinema. Yep. And and they'll be able to get whatever they want for their district. I hope it's my, I hope it's my alderman. 
be like, hey, uh, I want speed bumps on every street. That would drive me crazy. I called the sack on my street, and then I'm straight. That's all I'm saying. Call it. Yep. I tell you, life in the big city. Number three. Well, there's an altercation today. Milwaukee police are investigating an altercation that took place near Vincent High School on North Granville Road on yesterday. That is from fox6now.com. Officials say the altercation happened around 3.30 yesterday. Multiple people were taken into custody. One, two, three, four, five teenage girls, one teenage boy, and a 36-year-old woman. Police say charges will be referred to the Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office for review. I guess they must have been watching the Michigan-Michigan State Spartans game because they had a flashback. What? I don't know. Fighting over there ain't nothing new, Ken. They was, Michigan State saying. was probably watching them, and I'm that's when saying. they saw that. From <laughs> this the happened pad. Monday, dude. Yeah. They was watching the game on Saturday. That's all I'm saying. They was they was just watching the game, minding their own business. Number two. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what I was doing in a minute, but that was um, – this is kind of cool. From CBS 58, not every student is meant to go to college. Well, wait a minute. I got a problem with this story already. Who wrote this? Who wrote this? From the CBS 58 newsroom. But who wrote it? And it was posted. But who wrote it? Da, 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 da. Okay, I'm going to have to holler at them. Because it says, not every student is meant to go to college, but that doesn't mean they have to miss out on a rewarding and well-paying career. Today, Building Advantage hosted a construction career fair at the Fiserv. 700 students from 31 area high schools got to learn about a variety of trade careers. So here's my issue with this, right? My issue with this is, can I go to school and go into the trades? Like, can I go to college and go into the trades? Can I get a bachelor's degree, learn a trade, start a business? I got a problem with that. That's the issue I have with separating. You can go to the trades or go to college. How about do both? Anyway, earn while you learn is really an advantage for someone who's 18, 19, a young adult who is able to get into a career without having to make a financial investment or go into debt. So they really get to learn on the job and in the classroom at the same time while they're getting paid. So there's a real benefit to that, particularly for kids who may come from disadvantaged families or maybe don't come from families that don't have the opportunity to help pay for college. So here's my issue. First of all, I think that is a phenomenal idea. So hats off to Building Advantage. That is phenomenal. With 75 young apprentices pathways and more than 200 registered apprentice programs, there are many different career paths available to Wisconsin apprentices. But once they become an apprentice, what is the promotion rate? What do you need to do to become a leader, a foreman, what do you need to do to become a, a manager? Right? That's what I want to know. Because if you go into it and the person that comes out has a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or an associate degree and the training, they're going to always be your boss. Then they may as well go to MATC, go to school, get the same training, become an apprentice, and work out better. I'm just saying. But I think the cool thing about this whole thing with building advantage is there are multiple 
ways to do the same thing. I think it's phenomenal. I think they're going to disadvantage families and families where they can't help pay for college. This is a perfect way to do it. So I have to say hats off to building advantage. I think it's a positive thing. It's a great thing. And unfortunately for Kyle, when we come back, we'll have not one, but two number one stories today. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I like the playoffs. No dickity, no doubt. Play on, play at. Play on, play at. Yo, Trey, drop the verse. It's going down, face of black street. The homies got at me, collab. Number one. Well, I thought I heard everything. I thought I'd seen everything. But I'm going to let the, the, the byline tell the story from news1.com. Illinois superintendent blames mental health for a fired teacher who called a black student the N word. Kankakee School Board voted to fire John Donovan, the teacher who called a black student uh, in and allegedly threw a book at him. Last week, we reported that a white teacher in Kankakee was caught on camera calling a teacher, calling a black student an effing N-word during class. And now the teacher's been fired. There are new details regarding an alleged book-throwing incident that preceded the racial slur. And the school district superintendent appears to be stretching herself into a knot, trying to tie the teacher's clear racism to mental health issues following COVID-19. Yes, you heard that right. Now, I've also heard you people do that for black people and say one of the reasons why they did something is because they're that, Right. But to go out of your way to call somebody an effing N-word and then throw a book at them, I don't think you can say it's mental health. I don't get it. Is it, is it this one? Who knows? There's so many of them. So I'm just saying. <laughs> is, it, is it the right one, though? Yeah, right, right. All right, so here's a dramatization of how it went down. If you can imagine in your mind, if a white Kankakee, Illinois teacher called a black student a derogatory term. He was hanging around his teacher's classroom door in December. The teacher told him to sit down, and the teacher says that Keyshawn used the N-word first. And I just kind of was stunned a second. Well, 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 then get away from the door. Nigga. And I was just, I repeated the same insult because that's sort of what I've been trained to do. The school district says that is not what they trained English teacher Paul Dawson to do. He tried to say I said it and for some, and I didn't say it and no one else in the class knows that I said it because I didn't. Students use the slang version of the N-word at Valley High School all the time. He says N-I-G-G-E-R is a racial slur, but says that students use N-I-G-G-A 
as often as they'd Can say dude or hey man. And Dawson says as much as he does not like the word, he still used the slang version to feel more comfortable with black students. Why, why is this word used so frequently? So I just, I just don't understand it. And I'm trying to understand it. It's called the double I need standard. Help. Yes, I, I use nigga. I, I, I've used it. Dig a hole. Fire and hole. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. I put the H on it to emphasize it's nigga. <laughs> you know, nigga, nigga this, nigga, nigga, please. Nigga, you know, can you lend a nigga a pencil? What kind of example? <laughs> That's insulting. That's mean. That's that was the evil. teacher. That was what the teacher. I know. That was the white teacher. That's why he threw the book at her. <laughs> oh, stop. Stop playing with me today. That was a dramatization of what it could have been. In, in You're going to get us both in trouble. You know that, right? That did not, yeah, that did not happen there, but something happened. So it'll be similar. It was with an H, though. Ah. Right. Ah, ah, that's it. Not to be confused with a yeah or er. <laughs> Can I have another one of those, please? I'm sorry, but I think I got to do it again. Number one. Here we go again from NewsOne.com. A white professor at a historically black college who's been seen on a viral video aggressively screaming in a student's face has resigned. 24 hours after the footage was widely circulated on social media, according to a new report. Now, former history, political science, geography, and Africana studies professor Robert Pickard left his position at Tennessee State University's College of Liberal Arts today. He said, I deeply regret what happened in class. I lost my temper. I did something I should never have done. I've been under a lot of pressure lately, mental health. I've been, out of, I've been under a lot of pressure lately, and I've been frustrated with students who pay attention to their cell phones and laptops then wonder why they get low grades. But that does not excuse my behavior. I apologize to the students and offer my resignation. I am now retired as I had planned anyway. Please respect my privacy. It is now over. Well, here's the original story. A video was posted on social media, was like well on its way to going infamously viral as viewers marveled at the footage that allegedly shows a HBCU professor who's white screaming vein popping style directly in the face of a black student who just sits there doing nothing. The brief clip says, welcome to the HBCU experience, is jarring if for no other reason than to see an apparent professor so upset that he felt the need to yell belligerently straight into the student's face, all because of what seems like a question about the student's name. The footage was allegedly filmed at Tennessee State University. So now we got everybody going, but here's the kicker. We're now blaming mental health for people losing their minds. And can we even say that anymore? Losing minds? We can't, we can't say that anymore? Okay. Because I was looking at a story that's, <laughs> I was looking at a story that said, 
that 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 Herschel Walker was having some issues with pronouns. Well, I got issues with pronouns too. Like I don't really understand why we got to use a pronoun and why I have to whatever. But you know, I'm gonna blame that one on age. If he looked like a he, I'm gonna call him a he until he tells me otherwise. But if I got to look on something to figure out who you are, read LinkedIn, read your Zoom. The thing that 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 tickles me is when you put it on your Zoom thing and you have pronouns that are not he, him, right? It's it's other things that make no sense like paint or something like Yeah, there was a woman who who said she was paint. That's her pronoun, paint. And so my question is, do I have to accept your pronouns or can I just move around and just call you by your first name? I don't know. Some yes, others no. I'm not calling nobody paint. That, unless you said your name is paint. That is my pronoun. You, if, you call her, if you call her a her or she, I don't think paint's a pronoun, paint. is it? My pronoun is whatever I want it to be. I don't know. I'm not good with the English. I'm not a good with words. I am paint. I am Ken. Call me Paint Ken. Well, if your name is Paint, I'll call you Paint. Paint, but I'm not gonna. Say, I'm, I'm gonna use you. I'm gonna call you by your name. But Paint is. I don't know what a pronoun. I can't define a pronoun, but I know it when I see it. What? Man, play me some music so I can get out of here. I swear, we we have just gone into into uh, beating up people on football field, beating up people in. In, in the street, 36-year-old woman gets arrested with, with six other kids fighting. By the way, a pronoun is a word that can be func- that can function by itself as a noun phrase and that refers either to the participants in the discourse or to someone or something mentioned elsewhere in the discourse. She, it, this. Sounds like paint doesn't make that list, Ken. I am paint. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're the professor. You got the doctor degree, not me. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to say thank you to DZ. Thank you to Kyle. Thank you to Frank, Sandra, uh, DJ, everybody that called. It's been a great day. Tori Lowe shows up next. I'll see you in about 22 hours. But in the meantime, you can listen to the rebroadcast. You can go and listen to us by streaming. On any app known to man. I prefer the Truth app, but you can check out Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, or Google Podcast. God bless. Take care. I'm out.